Hey, what's up? Welcome to Death Metal Discharge, episode number 12. This is the Death Metal Podcast by a hardcore kid. I am the aforementioned hardcore kid. My name is Vince, and this is my jaunt through the Terrorizer Top 40 Death Metal Albums of All Time, giving a hardcore kid's perspective on a bunch of death metal albums he may or may not have heard before. Today's record is one that I have heard probably between five and ten times. It's every hardcore kid's favorite t-shirt. I mean, death metal record, obituary, cause of death. And what can I say about this record? This is a big one. I'm sure a lot of people are excited to touch on it. For me personally, on this listen, the very first thing that stuck out to me right from the first notes of the record is how beefy and heavy the production on it is this record came out in 1990 and it was recorded by scott burns for the period this came out this is easily one of the best and most professional sounding records that i've heard no doubt in my mind why everybody was going to scott burns after this shit dropped because, man, does this record sound good. It came out 30-plus years ago, and if it dropped today, it would still be a great-sounding record. Another thing that always strikes me when I hear this record is how fucking crazy the vocalist John Tardy sounds on here. He sounds like a legitimate, insane person. You always hear... When hardcore metal punk is brought up, they say they want a vocalist who sounds feral and unhinged. And John Tardy from Obituary is the fucking platonic ideal of that. This guy sounds like he's being fucking lobotomized. Like, this dude sounds nuts. I think if I was going to fantasy draft, like, a death metal band, like, pick five dudes to round out a lineup... John Tardy would be on my short list of vocalists to consider because, you know, this dude sounds fucking insane. But one thing that always strikes me about this album, Cause of Death in particular, is how sparingly the vocals are used here. Like, the first two songs, unless you're listening for it, you, you don't really notice it. But then you get to Chopped in Half and... John Tardy's on that track doing his thing for like the first quarter of the song. And then the rest of the song is basically an instrumental. I think he screams somewhere through it and like maybe comes back for like a four bar thing on the end of the song. But like that song is like three quarters <laughs> instrumental. And then we have a Celtic Frost cover. And then the next song is Dying, which... John Tardy doesn't come in until the last like three quarters of that song, like the three quarter mark of that song. He comes in and it's like the song, the tempo and like the riffs totally change. And he's doing like this, like growly, like brooding kind of thing. But it's like really strange to me. And like, you know, there's probably about four or five songs on this record where if you think about it, it's like, why isn't he doing vocals here? Like, what's going on? Why are we getting, like, a two-minute two minute rock block of music with no vocals on it? It's kind of strange to me, this record, in that that sense. And 
It reminds me of a dude that I was in a band with who was like a really magnanimous guy, really likable guy, but he never really came to practice. So when it was time for us to like write songs, he was the vocalist. He didn't really have like parts and he kind of just like would do like random shit for like a quarter of the song and then just like let us play. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it kind of just reminds me of that, which is funny. I'm not sure. I don't know anything about how this record was recorded or whatever, but um, that's what it reminds me of. So that being said, the hooks on this record, like what really hooks you in are various riffs throughout it, various moshy riffs in particular, like the song Cause of Death, the song Body Bag, Dying. There's all God-tier riffs on those songs. Chopped in Half. I think Chopped in Half, the selling point is John Tardy yelling Chopped in Half. That's pretty fucking heavy. But anyway, this album is like, it's kind of like a turning point for death metal from what I've heard, like, I feel like up to this point, it's all like speed, 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 like tremolo picking, fast beats. And then this record hits 1990 and everything's like, whoa, let's slow down for a sec here. Let's groove. Let's rock out. Let's fucking punch each other in the face and like get violent because this record is violent and ugly sounding when it comes to the the riffing and the mosh parts here this is almost like if there's such thing as a mid-tempo death metal record that's uh cause of death definitely a lot more focus on the heavy groove parts than there are on the speed a lot of the intensity and like simulation of speed from this record is coming from the double bass drumming which the drummer leans very heavily on and kind of gives the record that same feeling that the band is playing unrelentingly fast, but I don't think the tempos actually get up to be that fast, especially in the first like three quarters of the record. I think you hit Find the Arise, which is like a re-recording of an older song that kind of has a little bit more of that classic death metal focus on like just being blazingly fast. But before that you know this band obituary they're less focused on being fast and technical and they're more focused on just making the most ignorant caveman riffs humanly possible very moshy very groovy and that first meaty riff in dying when i heard it this time i was like yo this could have been on fucking cowboys from hell which came out the same year the pantera record and I think there must have been something in the water. Maybe Pantera and Obituary were kind of listening to the same records because, like, there's a lot of groove focus on Cause of Death. You know, very thrash-heavy kind of, like, open open note chugging with a little bit of, like, fret work to punctuate it. And just the grooves are super important on this record. And I think that may be why this is an easy entry-level record for hardcore kids. Like, I bet the dudes in this band listen to the Cro-Mags. <laughs> because there's sort of like a mean-spirited, like, meathead element to the riffs on here. That if you're a hardcore fan, especially of the past 10 years, like, if you, like, Trapped Under Ice, you know what I mean? If you, like, fucking hate breed. If you like meathead idiot hardcore, like I think Mind Force even covers obituary on like an axe to grind session or something. 
there's a lot to sink your teeth into if you fuck with heavy mosh riffs. And if you want to riff lift from this record, you totally can because you don't need to be a fucking virtuoso to figure out these parts. They're very simple, but at the same time, they're very effective. And that is, you know, kind of like the hardcore ethic in action, right? Like, that's why a lot of people gravitate towards punk music because they're getting the job done. They're making you move their body. They're making you hum along, but they're not forcing you to fucking use a graphing calculator to figure out the time signature or like using some random fucking scales that you're never going to be able to figure out it's very simple very relatable straightforward music but also incredibly heavy and incredibly stupid in a good way my favorite songs on this record body bag i think has a god tier mosh part at the end of the song Dying has that God tier mosh riff at the beginning of the song. The title track, Cause of Death, I think like that's my favorite like song on this record, like from start to finish. Final thoughts on this record as a whole. I really appreciate Cause of Death in terms of how great the riffs are, but there's like a piece that's missing for me that this album hasn't fully clicked with me yet. Like the song structures on here are like weird because of the vocal thing i think and i appreciate the weirdness but also i don't find them super memorable like there's nothing on here that i'm like oh that song is so good i need to hear that every day of my life you know what i mean that's why i think as far as like classic entry-level death metal records go this one hasn't stuck with me as much as some of the others but that being said the production on this record is good. There are very strong moments here. It's just that like the whole package of the record isn't something I absolutely need to have in my life. Like it hasn't clicked for me yet, but it has clicked for a lot of other people. A lot of a lot of hardcore kids really fuck with this record. And it's not a surprise as to why. It's because if you want to fucking punch holes in your drywall, this shit's going to make you do it. So, um, yeah, check it out if that sounds fun to you. That was number 29 on the Terrorizer list, Obituary Cause of Death. Check back in next week. I just did like five or six albums in a row that I'd heard before. Next week, we're doing an album I have never heard before. So we're back to me scratching my head as to what I'm hearing and trying to make sense of new things, which I think is pretty fun. So I'll see you guys again next week. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, one more thing. If you haven't followed me already at DM Discharge on Twitter, feel free to head over there and hit that follow button. Gonna be posting a lot of stupid shit, a lot of funny conversations, and of course a lot of updates regarding new episodes coming out. So follow me over there. Let's have some fun. Also, give me a rating on Spotify and on iTunes, especially if you like the show, that's preferred. And let me know what you guys are thinking. Thanks a lot. Have a good one.